G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Have you ever felt out of place? A bit like an exile in a foreign land? Like you don't belong? We all feel that sometimes. And you know something? My hunch is that God's in that thing somewhere. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program as we take a look at your identity in Christ from a different perspective. And do stick with me, because at the end of today's message, I'll be telling you about our latest life application booklet. It's called Living a Life of Quiet Confidence, and I'd love to send you a free copy to help you do just that. Live the rest of your life with a quiet confidence in Christ. Do you know, right at this very moment, there are somewhere between 15 and 20 million refugees in the world today. In the 1970s, there were about 3 million. That's staggering. The richer we become, the more we know, the more things we discover that can benefit humanity, the worse it gets. And, you know, even people who aren't displaced have a sense of being refugees sometimes, exiles in a foreign land. It, it seems somehow that we're not connecting with the world around us. Somehow like, well, we're in the world, but we don't belong to it. Almost like refugees, like exiles, confronted with uncertainty, confronted with obstacles and challenges. And for so many people, that feeling never, ever goes away. They're like refugees in search of an identity that they never find. Whenever I speak about uncertainty, people think, great, Bernie's going to be talking about how to get rid of the things that cause uncertainty. Because in a perfect world, there'd be no uncertainty. But we don't live in a perfect world. The list of things that we can worry about is about as long as our arms and then some, from sheer survival to passing our exams, from whether our child will make it through this sickness to whether we'll get that next job or promotion or whatever we applied for. And that uncertainty so often leads to fear, and and that fear crosses all boundaries and all borders. And if you think about it, if there were no uncertainty, there'd be no need for faith. Have a look at what Peter writes. He wrote this, the Apostle Peter, almost 2,000 years ago. It comes from his first letter, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the exiles of the dispersion, scattered through Pontus and Galatia and Cappadocia and Asia and Bithynia, who have been chosen and destined by God the Father and sanctified by the Holy Spirit to be obedient to Jesus Christ and to be sprinkled with his blood. May grace and peace be yours in abundance. Who's he writing to? To the exiles of the dispersion. These were were early believers, early Christians, who were scattered to the four winds by persecution. Now, when you look at what God did, you know, Jesus came and you had the whole Christmas thing and then Jesus grew up and he preached mightily and he healed so many people and he did miracles, he walked on water, then he was crucified but he rose again and and he ascended into heaven and, and then... God started his church through these apostles. It seemed like God had a pretty good plan. And Peter even says to these exiles that you're chosen and destined by God. 
So what's going on? God has this great plan that seems to be unfolding, and all of a sudden this terrible persecution falls on these people. I mean, it's really terrible stuff. They were being killed and tortured in the most horrible ways. But you know something? No persecution, no dispersion. You know what we're like. We get very comfy. Great. I'm saved. I'll stay in Jerusalem and Judea, and together we can be saved. Let's huddle down here. But the persecution led to a dispersion of those Christians. And as a result, to the spreading of the good news of Jesus throughout the known world. It wouldn't have happened otherwise. And travel was really hard in those days. You didn't just book a trip and, and hop on a plane from Sydney to London or Sydney to Los Angeles. Back then, trips took months and years and they were dangerous and they were uncomfortable. There was every reason to stay at home. But the persecution led to a dispersion and they were scattered like a farmer scatters his seed. New churches were planted they grew, more people learned about Jesus. This was God's plan. And it's there, right in what the Apostle Peter writes. Let's read it again. To the exiles of the dispersion scattered through Pontus and Galatia and Cappadocia and Asia and Bithynia, who have been chosen and destined by God the Father. In other words, the people who were exiles, the people who were being persecuted and scattered, were God's chosen people. God foreknew them. That's, that's an awesome thing. It applied to them then, and it applies to you and me now. Whatever we're going through, God planned you and me and our lives in every twist and every turn before the foundations of the universe were laid. And it was those chosen people, those very people, who became exiles in foreign lands, just like us, followers of Jesus Christ. Now, the Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, writes in chapter 3, verse 20, that if we believe in Jesus, our citizenship is in heaven. And that we're, in fact, exiles in a foreign land. And you know something? It can be tough exiles. But Jesus said exactly that when he prayed for you and me just before he was crucified. You can read it in John chapter 17. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Jesus specifically prayed, Father, I don't ask you to take them out of the world, but instead I ask you to protect them while they are here. We are exiles in a foreign land. But while we're here, God has a plan for us. Look at the Israelites, many centuries before what Peter was writing here. When the Babylonians came and destroyed Jerusalem, they destroyed the temple, the place where God lived, and so these Israelites were taken into captivity and slavery in Babylon. In Jeremiah chapter 29, beginning at verse 4, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those whom I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Notice the words, whom God carried into exile from Jerusalem and Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens, eat what they produce, marry and have sons and daughters, find wives for your sons, give your daughters in marriage, so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number, don't decrease. Also seek the peace and the prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. He says it again, it's God's plan. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. This is what the Lord says, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you, I will fulfill my gracious promise to you to bring you back to Jerusalem. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call upon me. And then you will come and pray to me and, and I'll listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. In other words, whatever our exile looks like, whatever our uncertainty, whatever our fears are, whatever the things are that are coming against us, God knows them. God carried us here. Sometimes you and I do stupid things, you know, and, and we live out the consequences of those things. They're not from God. They come from us. 
God's there anyway. God knew anyway. Before the foundations of the earth were laid, God knew. He had a plan. A plan to prosper us. A plan of certainty. When we focus just on the sickness or the risk or the uncertainty and we mull that over and we turn it over and we just, you know how you lie in bed sometimes and you, you toss and turn and just it's just with you and you can't sleep and it, the worry makes you sick in the pit of your stomach. If we just focus on that stuff, no wonder we have a terrible life. But God is saying here, look, you're my chosen people. You believe in my son? I've destined you. I've got a plan for you, an eternal plan to bless you, for you to be with me. We can't get rid of uncertainty. We, we live in an uncertain world. I don't know whether I'll be doing the program tomorrow. At the end of the day, I might get run over. I might have a heart attack and die. I pray that I won't, but I might. I can't get rid of that uncertainty, but what I can do is do what Peter talks about in that really short letter. Have grace and peace in abundance when I focus on the goodness of God, the the God who is in control of everything in my life and everything in your life too. There are so many things that life throws at us that frankly undermine our confidence. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet, Living a Life of Quiet Confidence. And hey, at the end of each chapter, you'll find some life application questions, kind of to to help you think through and apply this rubber-hits-the-road teaching right into the realities of your life. You see, God's Word is alive and active, so I'm praying that through this booklet, He will help you live the rest of your life with a quiet confidence in Christ. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.